0: Previously on The Campaign Trail
1: Give me those good, good dodecahedrons I've just rolled a 23
0: Gladstone uh, is not prone by this uh... It is my authority
2: that keeps us strong and stable It is my power, man and you won't take it away from me
3: I'd like to push her in the sea No, wait! Oh, hell no! We feel that Sheriff Gladstone's policing methods were too heavy-handed, criminalised, trivial offences, um, to the point where the jails were overflowing. Uh, we believe that a more proactive, community-friendly policing uh, is what this town really needs.
1: Um, I love my loot. It's nothing like a loot.
3: Here,
0: take these. And she hands you a couple of wheels of steel wire. Enhanced with magic from the dawn of time, you will feel the very essence of your existence when you play, but it may be slightly off-key from time to time. I need you back in Parliament, Hexagon ASAP. There's a bit of bad news, I'm afraid. All of you are going to have to appear in the House of Lords. To appear before the Connery Inquiry into the events of Ragnar's Rock. That business with the dragon—I told you there'd be an inquiry. So, as we enter Chapter Six, the Inquiry, uh, I will give you a quick update on how the polls are looking.
1: This is moment. my favorite part of this podcast. <laughs> Just, I, I
0: wait, arc in, arc out to hear uh, about the polls. We, uh, I rolled for the other parties, and here's how it's looking. Uh, the Unicorn Party is on 41%, that is down 4.
3: Hooray.
0: The Fable Party is on 29%, that is up 2. <laughs> True Neutrals are on 11%, is down 1. Gunge are on 6, that is down 2. Uh, the SDP are on 10, that is plus 4. And Dungip are on 2, which is uh, no change. Uh, a big speech by the leader of the SNP. Uh, Owen Davids, uh, stirred up a lot of attention recently. Uh, this is me, post hoc, justifying why these moves in the polls have happened. <laughs> uh, Owen Davids uh, accused the government of causing corruption, of turning a blind eye to crime and being soft on justice. In response, Prime Minister Tarmac has announced the inquiry into the events of Ragnar's Rock, and will be under- it will be undertaken by a quote-unquote impartial judge from the house of lords uh so the journey back to parliament hexagon is a strange one uh some of in the team uh, some of you are jubilant i imagine relishing the victory over the sheriff while others are a little preoccupied uh gretchen helps with some giving you some uh, dodgy potions to keep you from getting seasick uh with things like oh, you should try this one uh, this one's uh, made with real gravel get that down your neck <laughs> Uh how are you all recovering from your adventure? Are you doing anything to um speed yourselves on the way to recovery?
1: I am <laughs> learning about the ooze.
0: Learning about boobs. Ooze,
3: not booze. Ooze. Ooze. Oh, yes. Ooze. Oh. No, I had oh, yeah. boobs. <laughs> I'm studying ooze.
0: Uh Tilda, can you make an investigation Ooh, check? Can... See what you can learn. I've oh,
3: got so how many windows open at the moment. Investigation. <laughs> ah.
0: Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. The well, sixteen, you're looking on your magic mirror and you're looking through um what shall I call it? Uh Witchipedia. Um That's terrible.
1: <laughs> I actually have a little book called Wikipedia. Um
0: that's better i feel like i don't want to i don't want to infringe on their copyright though <laughs> <It's weird>. uh, <laughs> so you you look Imagine on that. something uh and you read upon uh, the history of uh, the ooze uh, the ooze is believed to be a um it, it was discovered by alchemists uh, many years ago and is believed to be a kind of the residual um almost like what's the word for that stuff um like ectoplasm is believed to be the kind of like ooze left over from ghosts it's kind of like that it's like the background radiation created by magic is thought to leave behind this sort of oozy substance uh, that uh, grows in power as magic grows in power uh the belief that uh, there is some sort of uh, intelligence behind it is a controversial one uh although uh something like 90 percent of the uh world's alchemists uh, would accept the um, sentient ooze uh, as a real concern. Uh, There are still um, ooze sceptics out there who are often invited on news programs to uh, talk about their scepticism, whilst uh, all the the alchemists tear their hair out uh, in desperation. Uh, The uh, Gunge Party was established some, uh, let's say, 30, 40 years ago, something like that. Uh, as a kind of protest against uh, what was seen as that the ooze causing uh, a lot of um, uh, danger to the world uh, in terms of uh, blocking up certain, um, uh, like it, like it fill up the world with gunge basically and uh, drown the world. Uh, Pelikos, what are you? What are you up to?
2: Oh, I was going to see
0: if any of my
2: shirts would match this. Beautiful hat.
0: It's, <laughs> it
2: seems to be quite an involved process. I'm not entirely happy with the results.
0: Uh, how many shirts would you say Pelikos brought with him on the trip? Well, one for every day of a week, and then a few spare. So, let's say about 12. Yes. Um, roll a d12 for me. 12? Okay, yeah, I'll say that... Um, yeah, you find a couple of shirts that seem to complement uh, the the helmet. You know, it's got a kind of grey feel to it, so you've got some kind of nice uh, stonewashed shirts uh, with uh, some... Does uh, is, is Pelcos going for frilly? Um, sort of third doctor-ish kind of... Uh... No, more un- unencumbered. Frills
2: are very last year. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe a sort of uh, grey, like, stonewashed grey... Uh, Or maybe like a like a grey paisley shirt of some kind. Grey paisley. Uh, Yeah, something Mm. like that. Uh, Aim, how is uh, Dareth doing?
1: I think the sort of emotional equivalent of jet lag, tired, (laughs) confused, sort of processing everything that's happened since they joined the Fable Party, and
4: they're,
1: I think they're probably less gregarious than they usually are, and are curled up trying to nap in the back of the wagon.
2: It's a boat. Same thing. You're going by boat. Yeah, <laughs>
1: there, 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 there'll be a comfortable boat. nap spot somewhere, um, which they will have completely monopolised. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Pelagos, can you make a wisdom check for me? Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Eighteen. Okay. Um, on one of the last nights, as you're coming back towards Pelic- uh, towards Parliament Hexagon, uh, you have a couple of really weird dreams about uh, m- sorcerous magic shooting out of your hands. Explosions making you look really super cool in a cinematic way that would be really impressive if there were th- a visual medium. Uh, you-, you see yourself wearing colourful robes. You see yourself uh, with a-, a long sorcerous beard and a magical staff. And uh, you see yourself in all these kind of uh, magical... Um, predicaments and getting yourself out with uh sort of spells of various kinds and sort of multicolored light sprouting from your fingertips and all that and uh you, you wake up uh feeling uh much more magical than you ever had before um so uh, have you taken a, a level in sorcerer this time or no i up went in up rogue? in rogue okay cool um editing some things okay cool uh, you have this uh, this weird dream of being uh, a, a magic man, uh, but uh, it is interrupted when you are ro- woken up by uh, Gretchen poking you with a stick while you lie in your hammock. And uh, she says, hey, lad, uh, we're nearly there. Thought you ought to do a heroic pose on front of Sheldon. Oh, yes.
4: <laughs>
0: Why <laughs> not? Uh, I imagine sort of hands on hips and uh, sort of uh, one foot up on the prow. Yes, and, hands on. Yes, hands out. on
2: hips. Looking out. I see no ships. Oh, yeah, Wary well. That no. many ships.
4: Hat.
0: Yes, <laughs> with the very silly yes. hat. Uh, the mate, the mate slowly drag the, the uh, prow downward uh, a little bit. Well, it's oh. been... <laughs> uh, slowly the boat trundles into the river, and uh, you wind your way up into Parliament Hexagon. Uh, uh, the river is a little browner as you get into the sort of built up areas and pass under an archway in the main wall which as with the rest of the wall is kind of hexagon shaped as reminded like the the wall is kind of like this honeycomb of hexagons going all the way around the city Uh, the buildings rise either side of the river and you see the bell towers of large len and the still under construction larger len uh, the boat is moored just outside the Dead Pheasant Inn, and a couple of barmaids greet Gretchen as she disembarks and shows off her commemorative plate that she got from um, Northport. Uh, and she turns to you all and says, uh, Alright, will you be alright, you lot? Yes.
1: Yeah, Eventually, uh, Gretchen. Um, uh, I? I'm just in awe of this polyamorous dream you're living across this country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha- uh,
0: she winks. <laughs> How? I uh, am years of practice, sixty-eight years of practice, and uh, so uh, if we need out, uh, not, you know where to find me. Not sixty-nine years of practice. <laughs> no, sixty-nine years of professional. <laughs> and
4: she winks again. <laughs> um, I
0: don't get the joke. Uh, one of the barmaids. <laughs> it's all right. Just uh, one of the.
3: Pull your hat down over your ears so and pretend you didn't hear anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the barmaids says, uh, so you're the people who killed the dragon, right? I heard something about that, and there was something about a big octopus was on the news. Uh, was that you people as no, well?"
2: I wasn't actually the octopus, but yes, yes, we were involved.
0: Oh, wonderfully! See, I'm I'm friends with a lot of the bards in town. I could possibly slip them a few lines about what happened if you uh, make it worth my while.
4: Hmm.
1: I imagine they'll already know what's happened.
0: Hmm, but I can sweet-talk them into portraying it in a positive light.
1: Might be good for the
3: party.
0: Hmm. The group group huddle,
2: guys. Uh, Bear in (laughs) mind. mind. We're due for an inquiry already.
1: Maybe we shouldn't. Mm -mm. Maybe it's a bit too risky.
3: Well, I think, you know, anything that helps sway the public to our side is possibly a good idea. I go with the
0: majority. So, uh, what are you gonna do?
1: Go on, then.
0: Uh, well, it depends on what, what she are you wants, offering,
4: doesn't
1: it? That's true, actually.
0: She says, "I don't know." Uh,
1: Would hmm, you like it, tell I'm me with ret- about.
0: <laughs> I don't have to pay
1: for it. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to pet our dog? She's a very good dog. <gasps> uh, make a persuasion check. Me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Non natural
0: twenty. Okay, cool. Yeah, she gets very excited, and uh, as uh, Ursula the dog leaps up and uh, licks her face, she gets very, very happy. And uh, yeah, okay, she's um, she she nods along and says, "All right, I'll, I'll pass pass, uh, pass the good vibes along." I've never felt so uh, represented
1: can... in any form
0: of media. <laughs> uh, can one of you roll a four? Two. Mm. Two. That has moved some polling up a little bit. So, uh, as you uh, make your way into the city properly, you say your goodbyes to uh, Gretchen. Um, Dareth, I believe you have an appointment at a music shop. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, before you left for Northport, you uh, left your lute uh, behind at uh, lutes and flutes and other musical items as well also. <laughs> uh, you head down the streets uh, to where you know it to be uh, and uh, within the shop you, it's quite well lit today and a little busier than it was last time and you see the proprietor Bob Chillin I believe we named him <sighs> last time uh, he is behind the counter serving customer who has bought a massive trombone uh, but as he sees you, he says, uh, ah, it's uh, mix Moonbeam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're here for your loot. I take it. Right. Uh, excellent. <laughs> uh, just one moment. I'm so and- impressed with your voice. <laughs> very <laughs> yes, lovely. it's almost as if I'd completely forgotten until this very second what this guy's voice was supposed to <laughs> sound like.
3: Was it that
0: one? Are you sure it's not it for that another one? character, <laughs> No, definitely. This character has this voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he heads into the back room and he comes out a minute later with your loot, uh, fully fixed and shining. The wood has been polished. The little tuning knobs are golden, and it has a strap of luxury velvet. I Although it currently bit. has,
4: I'm it so currently good. has
0: no strings. So, do you want to buy some strings, or do you have your own?
1: I have my own.
0: Ah, excellent! I don't know what
1: that voice was either. I've gone
0: Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> that I know, happens it's from time, to time Infectious.
1: Yes, I am. Um, I have, have, a, have some a terrible could disease. I, could, could I have a hand <laughs> stringing it up, if you know what I mean?
0: Of course, I know what you mean. Uh, he uh, helps you uh, put thread the strings through these uh, uh, magic strings that you were given by the uh, dwarf Meebu. Uh, as soon as the last string is uh, fixed into place, uh, you see small magical vibrations flitter across it for a moment and your skin prickles. Uh, Bob hands you a plectrum and says, I'm quite proud of the job I did on that. Why don't you give us a go? Um,
1: I look at the plectrum in his hand, raise an eyebrow. Shrug it off and then just start
0: plucking away. Okay, what do you play?
1: I would like to play a little bit of um, fantasy Springsteen.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I think we're going to go for a little bit of Dancing in the Dark.
0: Oh, make a performance
4: check.
1: Uh, it's going to be a twenty-seven.
0: Okay. Yeah, you you shred your way along that uh, uh that, that Springsteen, and uh, I think everyone in the um. Surrounding
4: uh, area. Is, uh,
0: yeah, is kind of clapping along and is uh, cheering. Uh, one person in the audience is not cheering. You see the bearded face and wild hair of a Bard. You've come into contact with a couple of times. Is
1: this now. my best friend? Uh, uh, antagonist. It's your
0: your best friend in the world, Mr. Anderson. Stands on one leg at the other end of the shop twirling his um, flute around as he looks you in the eye. And, uh... I wink. Bob, (laughs) Bob Chillin, uh, leans over to you and goes, Hey, do you know that guy? Unfortunately. You know, he's been singing a few songs about that Gawlak of yours. Uh, Says that uh, he's going to betray the world and he's removed police from Northport and so on. Uh, Really doesn't like that goblin.
1: Well, I love that goblin. In a political, oh. the political sense of the word.
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I believe he's married.
1: He is. His husband's incredible. Um, makes very good biscuits. I, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll need to go and have a word with this Anderson.
0: Uh, okay, you head over to Anderson and he kind of looks at you and goes, Well, if it isn't Dareth Moonbeam, got your mojo back?
1: Yeah, I, I just left it. You know you know how sometimes you, you leave your mojo in your pocket and then it slides down the <laughs> cushion at the back of the sofa?
4: I
0: feel like we're taking this uh, metaphor a little far.
1: I would never do such so ha- a thing.
0: So, you've got a complaint against me? Is that it?
1: But many, actually, yeah. Um, mainly against the songs you're singing about Gorlack. May- may- maybe we should uh, have a civil discussion
0: about them. I think you'll find that uh, last time you made a deal with me, I only agreed not to sing negative songs about Edwina, the previous leader of your party. I said nothing about Golak.
1: And perhaps So
0: he's fair game.
1: Perhaps we'll have to strike a new deal.
0: Uh, He picks up his uh, flute and goes Okay then, you know the rules I do know Uh, Okay, so let's do some performance checks What are you going to perform for your first song?
1: I really wish I had time to prepare for these (laughs) In advance Which I really should Considering this is becoming a little bit formulaic Um, (laughs) I'm going to go for a little bit of Come On Eileen
0: Oh, okay, cool uh, so let's do a uh, performance check. Five five.
1: Twenty eight.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> Shoo. Uh, you you again you're like yeah, fully shredding and uh, I don't know if that's right for come on Eileen, but yeah you, you play every run, single note. Run, to run,
1: to run. It just gets stuck in everyone's head. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just infecting the world with the ear, love, ear, ear e- de- de- earworm.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, you get the uh, the audience around you is um, singing along. Uh, Anson um, grumbles at this and uh, he, you know cracks, does that whole you know turn the neck to one side and the other with a little popping and cracking noise, uh, which always sounds more dramatic than it actually is. And he strikes up for round two uh with do, 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 what's he gonna sing? He's gonna sing Jack in the Green by Jethro Tull because I'm not I'm not very See? subtle today. See? It's, uh... <laughs> oh my god two again.
1: <laughs> non natural twenty.
0: Okay. Yeah. You okay. You. The
1: third round? <laughs>
0: uh, no, it's best of three. So you you've won. Yeah. Uh, Not for just for the first. Uh, he he's blown back uh, by the power of your um, playing. Uh, as you're playing though, uh, your lute, which has been you know a regular kind of uh, uh, brown wood style, uh, it starts to change as you're playing and strumming. The strings vibrate, and the. And the loot becomes almost black with cool flames uh, painted along the side. Its edge becomes jagged and almost V-shaped. It turns into a very, very punk rock looking loot. Uh, And as it transforms, you feel like a new power is resonating within this loot. So, please take plus one on all spells going for, spell rolls going forward when you use this loot.
1: How do I manually change that on D and D Beyond?
0: I do not know. I will figure <laughs> it out. out. So, uh, Anderson, uh, I think, tumbles backwards uh, from uh, his podium that he had set up for himself, and uh, he shakes his uh, uh, flute at him and goes, "You haven't heard the last of me, Moonbeam. I'll get you next time." Oh, come on, Anderson. <laughs> I
2: thought it was come on, I Eileen. Thought it was, come on, Eileen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <okay. laughs>
0: <laughs> and he, he flees he uh so uh it's time for everybody's favorite uh bit of uh, shopping uh, do you guys have your um tuscos uh lists no. handy you know we don't well, <laughs> Okay. Let's go, Tusco.
1: While we wait, because I've packed up all my books and taken them along to Joel's house already, I think you'd all like to know that my mic stand tonight is a um, jar of peanut butter and some biscuits. Excellent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I think I've decided that the the way I'm going to uh, do this um, is that uh you're level six now so i'll let you buy up to um with your expenses uh you can buy up to six items i'll say
1: between the three of us yeah yeah i'm quite tempted with reasons to be cheerful but that might just be because i'm feeling a little bit yeah (laughs) today (laughs) oddly i don't know what could have happened today it doesn't matter what happens the day this podcast comes out it will be relevant
0: yeah reasons to be cheerful a wondrous podcast a pulsating insect pod that casts a spell uh it brings a smile to your face once per day you can cast calm emotions without using a spell slot uh you also have a spring in your step afterwards Okay, you'll be able to jump half a foot higher for the next hour <laughs>
1: excellent yes
0: uh would you like to uh, how are you going to justify this to the uh, expenses people well-being for well-being yeah
1: that's I I just send this um, I put like scribble well-being on a note okay
0: Uh, roll some persuasion
1: it's gonna be 23 does that cut it? yeah
0: yeah that does it yeah that's more more than enough so please mark off one uh, reasons to be cheerful podcast uh, we also have Reasons to Be Fearful, a terrifying podcast, pulsating insect pod that casts a spell that makes you tremble in your boots once per day. Cast the spell f- Cause Fear as a cantrip. Uh, you will also feel bad about it afterwards and feel compelled to make it up to the target. Um. <laughs> I quite fancy
3: a Wizard in a Bag.
0: Yeah. Wizard in a Bag. The DC in this is going to be very high. Uh, just so you know. Uh, wizard in a bag. A small brown paper bag within which is a portal to a realm where a powerful wizard lives. Uh, if they are your friend, uh, they will cast a random spell from, your, from the bag. Roll a d100 and the wizard will cast a spell from the list of wizard spells that I have on my computer here. Uh, the higher the roll, the higher the level spell it will be. You can use it once per day. Uh, I will say that this does include the spell Wish. Which is the most powerful spell in the game? Hence, this is quite a power- yes. quite an expensive item. Uh, how are you going to justify this to the? Um, expenses I think it's office? very
3: very important that we befriend the realm of wizards. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the realm of what, wizards. really? He's
3: important to a realm where a wizard lives, isn't he? The bag.
1: So, That's true actually you know,
3: <laughs> but, We should yeah. definitely be befriending them And sending biscuits into the bag To make friends with them uh, Just in case they decide to come <laughs> through the bags And do like bad wizard shit It's an important <laughs> trade
2: deal That's, With potential yes. um, um, s- Beneficial side exactly, effects
3: Exactly yes I mean if we've cut off our trade deals with other people Then we should perhaps sign a new trade agreement With the realm of wizards In which we exchange biscuits for extremely powerful and dangerous spells It's a
0: better than no plan Okay Okay, uh, roll your persuasion. You'll have to roll well, I'll (laughs) say that. Nope. Six. Okay, no, that is nowhere near good enough. Uh, You just get a little... (laughs) Rejected.
3: Never mind.
0: Pelikos, you looking at Mm. anything...
2: Well, apart from some more new milk, because all my new milk is old milk.
3: Yeah, it's your new milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Yes. well a quick persuasion on new milk. Um, that may be quite easy. Hopefully. Eleven. I'm yeah, not feeling right. very yeah, persuasive
0: today.
4: Uh, but the DC on that yeah. was very low, so... Uh, <laughs>
3: C- can I get another tin of biscuits?
0: Uh, another tin of biscuits? Yeah, sure, go for it. Because uh, yeah, I had good biscuits,
3: and we ate all the good biscuits, yes you and now there should be more biscuits. Yeah, you brought.
0: can get a tin of uh, regular biscuits. Uh, yeah. Which you could add a D4 to any persuasion. Uh, 15. 15, yep, that's good. Yep, you get your tin of biscuits. Hooray! With three uses. Uh anything else Uh, I've got a couple of other items we've got the deer stalker which uh, can help you with investigation checks become a famous detective Uh, we've got the hair of Blair which is a slick new haircut Uh, you can use the style and length up to five feet and this wig will take on uh, that style Uh, it's so incredible that people will be distracted from your bad excuses and policies so you can re-roll a (laughs) bad persuasion roll once per day I'm
1: so tempted by the hair of Blair
0: (laughs) Uh, The thieves can uh, which is a self-help book for rogues of all stripes feeling down, feeling like you can't rogue it up as much as you used to. Have some elf esteem with thieves can. Uh, you realise just how much talent you have. Once per day, if you fail a sleight of hand trick, lock, uh, sleight of hand check, lock pick, or other roguish skill, you can take it again with more confidence. So, give, once per day, you can get advantage on your roguish skills with thieves can. Uh, we've got the loot box as well which is keep your musical instruments safe in this double reinforced loot case sting it on your back, put stickers on it and use it to block a bunch of attacks uh, it allows you to cast the shield spell once per day uh, which is until the start of turn. you have plus 5 to AC which includes the triggering attack uh, you, you take no damage from magic missiles
1: actually maybe considering I've just got my schlazly schlazly snazzy lastly
0: your snazzy new loot. Yes,
1: maybe that. Going to go for the loot. Yeah, I'm just. Gonna... I was
0: really proud of that pun as well. Loot box. Anyway, um, I'm very <laughs> proud what, uh, of it how, at all times. Uh, how are you talking to the? Um, uh, I keep forgetting the word expenses. The, the expenses people.
1: Do you mean like what do I say to them? or well, how am I talking? Yeah. About, um,
0: but, uh, <laughs> what do you say to them specifically?
1: My own personal well-being. <laughs>
0: Um okay, roll your persuasion. <laughs> oh yeah, that's
4: that's
1: gonna be twenty
0: five. Okay, yeah, sure. Go for it. You got a loot box.
1: I'm very persuasive.
0: Tilda, are you after anything else?
1: No,
0: no, just the biscuits. Just the biscuits. Pedacos? No, I don't think so. Okay, I will add some new items before we next go to uh Tusco's. Uh uh, you you leave Tusco's and uh, Tusco gives you a a, a a hearty handshake and uh, uh, some um, I don't know some coupons for new milk or something. <laughs> um. So uh, you head home and uh, you have a bath, I presume, uh, or a shower, whichever you prefer. Uh, you rest up. Uh, and uh, so you know, take a long rest, heal up. Uh, not that you've done anything this, this uh, arc yet, but uh, you uh, you all feel nicely refreshed. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, how do you feel your characters live together? Is it it's a is it a uh, friendly housematey relationship, or do you keep to yourselves? What do you think?
3: I really fed up Pelicos putting things back to a high for me This is my chief grumble
4: in the house,
3: is that he always puts things on the top shelf. I'm sorry. I I, I, I didn't realise
2: I was doing that. I should should probably just (laughs) bank the table a little lower. That
3: that would be really
2: nice, thank you. I feel some DIY coming on. Somebody get me a saw.
1: (laughs) I I think that Dareth tries to be incredibly amicable as a housemate. Mainly because they know that there are nights when they want to stay up till 2am playing their loot.
0: <laughs> uh do you guys like uh have breakfast uh together or do you uh, all or head out uh, in your own own ways for breakfast
3: well i have breakfast and Several. then i have second breakfast of course, um, because you know it's very important to to get a good breakfast deal
2: I've <laughs> usually got up by the time um tilda hits fourth breakfast
3: <laughs>
0: <As usual.
3: laughs> at around 9am sometimes I'm really nice and I bring them forth breakfast in bed
0: Oh, that's very sweet I
1: think I joined Hilda uh, just... around second breakfast <laughs> I usually bring
2: back takeouts in the evening <laughs> and
3: then I take them out <laughs> this uh, might be why he puts everything up really
0: high is because otherwise I eat it yep. <laughs> that explains
2: it, it. Well, that's uh, your beef. Do you have this some... is my beef.
0: <laughs> Can we also, like, uh, what do you reckon your rooms look like? How do you decorate your rooms? Pelikos doesn't own very
2: much by way of furniture, but he does own a rather lot in clothes.
0: Ah. <laughs> so yeah, he's just got three like wardrobes. All <laughs> his, his rails, <laughs> basically. Rails. <laughs> rails and piles. And then, like, and then a single bed like, shoved into the yeah, corner. Yes, there's a pallet. <laughs> yeah. you have
3: to fight your way through the clothes to, to reach him with breakfast.
2: <laughs> you could just throw it. I, uh,
0: just <laughs> and catch Put it him. in your mouth. Bob.
3: My room has lots of stashes of chocolate. It's and Secret food. And some, <laughs> yeah, secret food. Like <laughs> under the bed there's there's a box of you know, one of those multi packs of crisps from Tesco.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah, wherever you look, there's little stashes of, of secret food to nibble
0: on. No, uh I'm, I'm envisioning posters yep. and uh, instruments. Yep,
1: band shirts, mess. Um, yeah, that sort of Some thing. Some
0: secret food.
1: No, because I found it. Ah, <laughs> is there anywhere I could put it where Tilda wouldn't look?
0: Uh, up high
1: (laughs) I have a box on top of my wardrobe which says sex toys and inside it is just a bunch of chocolate
4: okay
0: (laughs) okay so um, maybe it's uh, not the next day but the day after Uh, you head over to uh, Fable Party HQ after you've uh, rested up and uh, done a bit of relaxation maybe went to a spa I don't know Uh, and uh, you head to uh, Alzar's office as she has requested a meeting with you uh, she has a, a fireplace roaring behind her, dramatically silhouetting her in a high-backed chair, which has massive armrests. Uh, the fireplace has this black mantle piled with knives and rusty instrument. Uh, and then there's like her magic mirror above it, which is currently uh, inactive. Uh, she, You see that she's in she conversation.
3: She has a flair for the dramatic, doesn't she? Yes,
0: definitely. Yes. <laughs> it's all about, you know, making a good first impression. <laughs>
3: Or a terrifying uh, can, first impression.
0: Or terrifying first impression. <laughs> uh, you see that she is in conversation with somebody. Their back is to you, and you don't see who it is immediately. Uh, Alzar looks up at you and sort of waves you over and says, Ah, here they are, the champions of Northport. But don't let that deceive you, they're actually a bunch of twits. Speaking of, Pelikos, what in the name of sanity are you wearing on your head?
2: <laughs> it's a new hat. It's all the rage. Ah,
0: well, okay, I've I'll believe you. You seem to be more up on the sartorial side of things. Uh, Thank you. I'd like you all to meet someone, a civil servant, who's been taking an interest in uh, taking you through some of the basics of the inquiry, how it's all going to be worked out. Uh, He's here to help you. Uh, uh, If you need anything at all, just call on uh, our good friend. And the person in the chair turns around and you see a familiar face wearing a jacket with sequins and joff grins at you maliciously Joff's been working with the service for about twenty years, knows it inside out, uh, insisted on being here making sure that uh, there was no cheating or dishonesty going on, so better be on your best behaviour he'll look after you every step of the way never leave your side, always be on the lookout for potential terrible things like my hat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alzar, uh, can you make a perception check, Pelicos? right,
2: okay ooh non-natural 20
0: okay as uh, you're looking a little shocked and annoyed at Joff's presence Alzar pins you with a look and winks Uh, Joff gets up and says well now isn't this nice all of you being called up to the house of lords but don't worry If you're all innocent, all you need to do is tell the truth. Any deviation from the truth will be discovered, and if you are found to have committed perjury, well, you will be purged.
3: I'm not sure what we're being accused of.
0: Have you not been accused of anything yet? It's simply an inquiry into the events of that terrible terrible series of uh, terrible events. I mean, a dragon coming and uh, destroying so much public property. If you were in any way involved in bringing the dragon down the mountain and into the city, well, that would be terrible, wouldn't it?
3: Indeed it would.
0: Mm. Uh, Alza yawns at <laughs> this and says, Right, do you want to come and uh, say hello to old Gawlak? He wants to see you before you're off.
1: Yes!
4: Ah. Yes. yes! I That's, cast a uh,
2: side-eye at Joff. Try to see what's written on the back of his jacket this week.
0: Uh, it's still so sneaky.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you head up to Gawlak's office. Uh, it's just as huge as ever, uh, and it's a little busy. Uh, lots of people around uh, the big table uh, with lots of paperwork. Uh, As soon as you enter, though, Gorlack runs up to you and uh, gives you all a big group hug and shakes hands with you furiously and congratulating you and praising you. says, well done, well done, my brilliant, brilliant friends. Come, come on, sit down, sit down. Tell me all about Northport. It really was a shocking turn of events. Uh, You three do seem to get yourselves into the stickiest of situations. Uh, (laughs) Yes,
4: Ultipi.
3: There certainly was some stickiness occurring. Mm.
0: (laughs) Yes. So so, uh, what kind of uh, crime policies did you come up with?
1: Good ones. Uh, (laughs) I hope so. Uh, We we, we want... Fuck, what did we say?
3: (laughs) (laughs) More employment opportunities for the impoverished people of Northport. Um, Mm,
1: Rehabilitation rather than... um, Rather
3: than punishments. um, More uh, opening up of legitimate business code. For legitimate business, yes. Um, hmm. No more crime squids.
1: No more tyranny. <laughs> no more tyranny.
2: Accountability and transparency.
1: Hey, maybe we should have Excellent. made little plushies of the crime squid and sold them to raise money for the fable party.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's quite legal. I'll have I'll have some people look into that. Uh, and uh, he. Uh, lets you sit down and sort of uh, move some paperwork out of the way. It says, look, there's talk of an election coming, so uh, we're trying to come up with a campaign slogan. Any ideas? Hmm. What about uh, don't betray your principles? Hmm. Vote for Gorlack the Betrayer.
4: No, no, mm-hmm. no. Don't.
3: I really think that you should just not dwell on the, the Betrayer part of your name. <laughs> <laughs> really? I know I've advised you of this before.
0: <laughs> well, it's. Uh, Tradition's
2: nice and uh, fine, but in a modern world, you have to move with the Times. Mm,
0: Yes, I had a reporter from the the Times come in (laughs) before. Was it with Northport Times? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Very very condescending, I have to say. Uh, Well, I'll I'll let you you have a think about that. We we do need a big, impressive slogan, Mm. something like... uh, uh, moving forward, never backwards, always around and around in circles. I would know. Vote
3: Fable. We don't do stupid shit like the other
1: parties. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's a bit wordy, but I like it. It's something for... along that vibe. Vote
1: for Fable. Turn the tables.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like that. Very good, yeah. Uh, so, now this How about. Uh, inquiry. How about.
2: We are pro-rogue but we won't pro <laughs> Very topical. There's maybe a few ad, weeks ad, behind any the time. suggested. <laughs>
4: <laughs> who knows what'll happened
3: uh, since
1: then? I know.
3: Strong who, who supporters of a second breakfast. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a fourth. Yes. And, <laughs> all the breakfasts you can get. Now, um, this inquiry business, it's a uh, devilish business. Uh, I'm afraid it's going to be held inside the House of Lords. Uh, It's a little um, terrifying, I know. Uh, Can you all roll a history check for me? 19.
1: Probably not. Nine.
3: Okay.
2: I got know your nobility.
0: (laughs) What did you get, Tilda? Five. Okay, uh, Pelikos, you know this. Uh, the rest of you are a little not as up on it, uh, so God kind of gives a, a brief explanation, and uh, he says, "Well, I-, I want to bring in House of Lords reform. You see, that the current system is too terrifying, and it's time normal people were put in the House of Lords." I uh, uh, oh, wish you stop remember. using
3: the word "terrifying" before we have to go up and testify in front of them.
0: Yes, well, it's not you see. As much as I hate to say it, it was um, our good friend Tony Bear's fault. He decided that the House of Lords uh, should be a place where we, well, we we put all the um, the hellish apocalyptic hell beasts that were, you know, threatening to cause the apocalypse, and they're all sealed inside that tower and have been given lordships. Uh, it was a part of a deal to stop them from bringing about the apocalypse. Uh, Tony locked them away in the tower, giving them legislative authority in exchange for, well, not destroying the universe. That's
2: a kind of apocalypse delayed. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, but it
0: is time for change. Uh, these uh, apocalyptic hell beasts are far too disconnected from ordinary people and their ordinary lives. Uh, if elected, I get to uh, nominate a new lord, and uh, I thought I'd rather pick a, uh, a normal person rather than an eldritch horror. Uh, and my, my new uh, nominee is due here any uh, second... Uh, ah, yes, I believe that it is the dramatically um, appropriate moment for there to be a knock at the door. <laughs> uh, and a person bursts through the door. Uh, They're tall, with long black hair, a pair of sparkling gems on their shoulders, a long red cloak lined with white fur. They stride into the room with grace. And Pelikos, you recognise them immediately. It's your old friend, Conway, who you mentioned in the previous episode. (laughs) Conway! (laughs) Uh, What can you tell us about Conway?
2: His...
0: His... He had the smoothest tongue in the city.
4: Ooh, uh, hmm. what? Yes. Interesting.
0: Uh, Conway comes up to you and he says, "Pelagos, darling, I've missed you dearly. How long has it been?" Oh,
3: I'm hard. peering at him to see whether his tongue does look any different from, from his <laughs>
2: tongue. I've missed you cheaply. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, it must have been, ooh, what, uh, 10, 15 years, something like that? Possibly. Possibly. I'm not admitting to any age. Yes, well, it must be quite a surprise for you to see me here. I bet you're
2: bloody surprised to see me here as well.
0: Yes, I am. I have to be. It's uh, rather an interesting honour that I've been accounted, and uh, he uh, takes a swig from a hip flask Mm. as he says this.
4: This...
0: Ah, you know, it's nice to know you've finally gotten yourself some respectable friends. Uh, well, alongside me some other respectable friends.
4: I always like, knew you had impeccable say, taste.
1: Do you think we're respectable? <laughs> Sorry,
3: I <was> <laughs> completely <laughs>
4: interrupt you. Uh, well, well, you know... You,
2: you, you and me, but we ain't never going to be respectable.
0: Ha <laughs> That's the whole point, isn't it? Well, we heard about your little adventure in Ragnar's Rock. We were Positively the talk of the town. Even old Archibald the Third came round for scones at the Country Club, and Lady Mavis has been positively bubbling with jealousy. Of course, it all died down after a while, and Sir Bulkington got a new hat, and that's all anyone ever wanted to talk about. Uh, ah, but uh, I got a call from your good friend, the leader of the opposition, and before you know it, I'm being invited to join the House of Lords. Oh, Mavis won't be able to stand Telecost
1: it. Palace secret posh. Oh my god, is Pelikos
2: <laughs> secret posh?
0: No. Pelikos. Are you secret posh? Are you no. secret posh? No, 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 no. I used to work uh, on
4: the docks. Uh, really? Uh, Conway no, leans
0: no, into you, Pelikos, and goes, play along, asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Of course. <clears throat> yes, yes, uh, yeah, um, go Lord like, Bulkington. Uh, yes. Lord Balkington.
0: Yes. And his hat. colox. Uh, says, what? yes, uh, we found uh, Conway in the uh, White House Country Club. Uh, Bernard found uh, him, uh, uh, mentioned your name and uh, when talking to Bernard, and before we knew it, we had a bunch of letters recommending Conway for the House of Lords. Uh, Were they
3: all written and, in the same uh, handwriting?
0: Uh, uh, hmm, you know, I, I didn't check. Uh, and Pelicost, you see Joff sort of standing cross-armed and grinning like a maniac uh, behind Gawlak's shoulder uh uh gorg is approached by an advisor and uh, will you uh, excuse me for a moment uh and uh conway comes to your side pelicost and says so what do you think always said i could talk my way into any situation i got these losers thinking i'm some sort of noble (laughs) this is a brilliant scam i soon i'll be in the house of lords can you believe it i'm going to scam my way right to the top anyway how do you you know what's in the house of lords Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I've never been up on politics, I don't care about that stuff, it was, uh, you know, I just, uh, If I say demons, laws, and hell beasts. we've faced worse, haven't we, in our time? Oh,
3: you're gonna die.
0: Um. <laughs> Come on, uh, me and Pelicos we used to be, uh, swarthy adventurers on the dockside, we used to, you know, get ourselves in and out of all sorts of trouble, it was amazing, we were amazing... Well, he used to get himself out
2: of trouble. I just used to to run away.
1: <laughs> so that's where your oddly defined leg muscles came from. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm glad you noticed. Yeah. Uh, come on, it's a... Uh, I may have been up and down the country, scamming people, breaking into dungeons, and generally being a miscreant, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it's all been fun, and uh, I hear you've been having a lot of fun, haven't you? Well if you count
2: nearly dying
0: fun yes Ah, oh, well sure we've all been there you know uh, i i had i i once had a magic sword that i pulled from a skeleton in gambler's grave uh, and that uh, then i lost it uh, in a gambling uh poker game it was a bit of a well it was a whole weekend i, I blacked most of it out by drinking terribly uh,
2: anyway we, we went boom.
0: Listen, who are your friends? Introduce me to your friends. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, Conway, uh, Deriff and Tilda. Nice to meet you. Hello. Anyway, uh, well, when Pelikos and I were kids, we'd used to run around playing pretend, you know, saying we were the great heroes. Pelikos would run around saying, look at me, look at me, I'm the Moon King. Look at me, I'm Jamie Childs. Look at me, I'm Bumpkin the Pumpkin. I didn't understand that last one, though. <laughs> Anyway, you've, I've missed it. Haven't you? Having me by, having you by my side, kicking around. Every hero it's, needs a support actor. like, and, uh, you were mine. It's like
2: old times. You and Joff in the same room. I'm absolutely overwhelmed mm. with
0: joy. <laughs>
4: you sounded.
0: Yes. Uh as the meeting comes to a close, uh Golak is called away by his uh shadow cabinet for some strategy talks. Um he needs to work on a new speech. He says, "Well, uh, I d- I do hope to see you all again after the uh inquiry. I I think you'll uh, I think you'll be safe I've done, all, I've done all I can. Uh do do take uh, Good Conway with you. Uh, it'd be good for him to get a get a feel for the place and uh really know what the House of Lords is all about." And Joff says, oh yes, I absolutely insist that little Conway takes a trip with Mr. Pelikos. Da-da-da. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, as you uh, head out, um, uh Conway is kind of like trying to put on his old, uh, his his uh, fake persona who, oh, I do hope old Mavis doesn't see me hanging around with this rabble. Heading into an inquiry, they might think I'm involved. Oh, well, I suppose I ought to be grateful. I'll be in the House of Lords this time next year.
3: Well, yes. It's if better, uh, if... better than going in and out of holes at the docks or whatever it
0: what was you guys used to do. Yes, um, <laughs> or eating Lord <laughs> Bulkington's hat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, outside the houses of parliament uh, uh, you head towards the tower of large len and next to it you see the still under construction larger len It is bigger than the tower and is made of black stone (laughs) Uh, but the tower you're headed for is uh, made of dull brick and etched with ancient runes of containment spells of sealing enchantments of imprisonment and a series of stone guards at every entrance Uh, it also has a clock at the top because it's a clock tower uh you are led up a set of stairs to the main door, and there uh, these stone guards move aside. Uh Alzar taps on the door and it begins to open. And Alzar says, Good luck. I won't sugarcoat it. It's going to be a fucked up mess, and you'll be lucky if you get out in one piece. But you took down an undead dragon and a giant octopus, so who knows, maybe you'll survive an inquiry in the House of Lords.
3: hmm maybe
0: <laughs> uh, Joff says yes good luck Pelicos I'll be waiting for you thank you Joff and
2: I enjoy I'll
0: enjoy you waiting for me oh no need to worry about that says Alzar Joff you're supposed to be helping Pelicos you're going in with them and Joff says wait what of course you are you wouldn't want old Lord Conway to be mixed up in any sort of danger would you you did swear an oath." To protect and look after our little team here in the inquiry, and Joff says, "Shit."
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does
2: that say shifty on the back of your jacket?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Alzar gives uh, you a little nod, Pelikos, as you uh, cross the threshold into the house of House of Lords. The massive doors creak behind you and slowly start to close and Alzar calls after you your appointment is quarter past ten don't be late Uh, Conway looks nervous and takes another gulp from his hip flask Uh, the doors close behind you and the lamps light either side guiding you up a passage that becomes a set of stairs rising into the tower shifting shadows plague the edges of your vision brooding and brimming with gloom At last, the corridor levels out into a wide, open space. A circle of torches stretch around you, and the black marble floor taps at your footfalls. You hear a door close behind you. When you look back into the circle, you see a tall, slender figure standing there. They have a huge, wide head crest of deep purple veins. Their eyes are numerous and bug like. The face extends in an unfathomable maw that is raked with teeth. A red cloak hangs from its broad shoulders, yet, underneath its pulsating, slimy flesh is exposed. A gnarled body glints at you in the torchlight, and the creature raises a gangly hand in your direction. Voices whisper all around you, and eyes appear above. A feast! It says something. A feast of souls at last we may feed. Give, give them unto
4: them me their
0: flesh. Give, give them, them, them to God and manage for for desolation. Make them crawl to me and wash my own hands. Tentacles and claws and pincers and horrifying hands reach out of the darkness. The slender figure raises a hand towards you and then nods back at you and then nods at his hand and then nods at you again.
3: I offer him a biscuit. (laughs) Uh,
0: As you raise your hand offering the biscuit you notice a fake golden light has appeared on your palm. Uh, A magical seal has peeled on each of your sort of wrists uh, and it looks like the Fable Party logo which is the two hands shaking And uh, as the light glows around it, all the monsters that are kind of clawing their way towards you are forced back by the glowing seal of protection. I wave my hands. The The slender creature nods its grotesque head and steps forward on legs made of filth. It reaches a gangly hand under its robe. As the darkness around it spreads like two vast wings, it pulls out a clipboard. (laughs) I am Lord Mulk. For, For what, what purpose have, have thou come unto this, this place? Speak, Speak your, your intents.
2: Intent. Hello, my name's Pelikos Rokoko. I have an appointment. Mm.
0: Ay, the bell shall toll, and the hour shall be determined, and thy feet shall lead thee unto thy fate. Thy flesh shall be spared by thy lord's seal. Follow ye the path if thou darest until those eyes of thine behold the sign of your destination.
2: 10.15, isn't it?
0: Courtroom <laughs> 4, if you please. No outside food or drink.
1: Oh, shit. And I just found the fancy Starbucks that I've been holding. <laughs>
0: uh, the creature vanishes before your eyes, melting into inky blackness. Once it's gone, the lantern light seems a little brighter and you can see the room more clearly. So you find yourself stood in the first puzzle room of the House of Lords. campaign trail was written and produced by joel corner it starred aim phoenix as dareth moonbeam stephen poor as Pelicos the various and joanne hall as tilda north Wanderer. the theme music is the news team by dr hollywood additional music was by darren curtis arthur vink and tristan Larengen. full details on where you can find their music is in the episode description you can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at The on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel corner, and at joelcorner.com that's J-O-E-L-C-O-R-N-A-H. In next week's episode, you're all in for a special surprise, a blast from the past and the most frightening public inquiry in history. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.